This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Hey, it's so good to see you again. So, cheering time. <laughs> it comes round, is it really a year? I think it must be. Thereabouts, within a week or two. So, we kind of have to wait for the weather to be right, dry, because you can't shear a wet alpaca. I have tried with a damp, well, you wouldn't try with a wet one, but I've tried with a slightly damp, it's just not worth it. It chews the fleece, it doesn't cut it properly at all. So you've got to have them dry. So you really need two dry days, a dry day the day before, and then the dry day the day of the shearing. Um, I guess if you've got sort of just a few, then you might be able to put them indoors and get away with that. But yeah, we haven't. We've got 42 to pay to, to work our way through. So we made a start and uh, I'd forgotten how tiring it is. I'm I'm exhausted. <laughs> Oh, it's so physical. It's uh, it's a nice theory that you can whiz through them quickly. But when you think about end-to-end, sort of close the door in the stable and you've got an animal in there and you're going to let it settle and then take hold of it, put the shearing harness on, which is tying ropes on the, the front and rear feet, except in reverse order, rear feet and then front feet. Um, yeah. And then doing the shearing, checking them over, toenails, teeth, and there's some injections, vaccination, and worming to be done at the same time, and checking them over once you get the fleece off, you can start to see what's going on. If there's anything untoward underneath, and some of them, the younger ones particularly, they've been rolling, and they've got so much debris, so you need a bit of taking that out. Ideally, you could put them in a, a place where there is no debris for a, what, a couple of weeks? Uh, yeah. It's a good theory. It doesn't work for us. We haven't got the, haven't got the places without the debris, without the brambles, without the, the stuff. And it's a balance. You've got to work out what works for you and is the least worst often. That's the best way to go forward with that one. So it's been interesting uh, getting going. The first one's always a challenge, as always. Try to get back into the thinking. Do I go this way? Do I go that way? How do I? How do I do this again? But uh, we we got back into the the swing of it, um, and then you discover that you've got muscles, muscles that are in places that you don't use for anything else much, other than shearing, and therefore they haven't been worked for a year, and it's a bit of a challenge to. Uh, it's not so bad during it, although they get a little bit tired, but but in the evening, you start to stiffen up. And in the next morning, when you're trying to get up, oh, so it's the back of the legs, particularly the, the top of the thighs um, and the front of the thighs, where you're holding yourself in a in a position uh, to, to be able to hold the head and and, and trim around the, the, the top of the head or whatever it is. But you're bending down a lot, you're bending, you know, so it's an interesting time. And I've, t- I've decided... <laughs> 
<laughs> either I'm not quite as good as I thought I was in terms of health and energy and things, or I might be getting a little bit older. I think it might be sneaking up on me, you know. And uh, hmm, might be a combination of both things. I'm I'm putting it down to both things. I wasn't in tip-top 100% condition before I started. And it just means I, I haven't got the capacity. I haven't got the 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 keep going power <laughs> so it makes it hard work but uh we're getting there we're getting through them and the weather's staying okay and it's going to be probably we think maybe wet in a couple of days so we've got another good day tomorrow we may get away with a shower or two on the following day but we'll have to wait and see and uh yeah so we've sent our combs and cutters off to be resharpened some of the ones we've used and we've noticed that some of them are, are wearing. Um, I worked it out. And they're, they're 14 years old. 14 years? Yes. Yeah, 14 years old. So they don't owe me anything, I don't think. They've done really well, the combs. And uh, it's just every time you sharpen them, it takes a little bit off. And then there's a there's a channel there that, that carries the oil. Yeah. So it's just wearing thin. And so we've had to replace a few. And I guess that's normal. So I, I think 14 years is pretty good going. And we shall see how they continue. There's a few that are starting to wear, and there are a few definitely due for retirement in terms of the combs. The cutters are not so bad. I haven't noticed any particular problems with those. They're, they're a bit easier to sharpen and keep an eye on. And uh, yeah, so there we are. So that's the equipment that's working nicely. I did buy a little trimmer, uh, clipper trimmer thing, which is what is it? It's more for animals, small animals, uh, but it's particularly for doing around the eye. We had, a, had an incident last year where I got a bit too close to one of the eyes uh, of one, one of the alpacas, and I didn't want to do that again. It put me on edge, uh, trying to be really careful. I thought I was being really careful anyway. She's just a funny colour to to kind of see, judge the distance and everything. So, it's, yeah, and, and she won't stay still. She's a terror. So you've got to keep your wits about you to make sure you control the animals at all times keep them safe and keep yourself safe and yeah so we've been using that and that's it's a much smaller motor and it works really well so that's been good i think probably ah i've got i've got to i've got to go rest so um the next bit then is a report from the valley which was done just before we started cheering so it mentions about preparations but you, you understand we actually got started by now. So hope that's uh, enjoyable. Hope you appreciate the, the updates on what's happening in the valley and with the alpacas. And we will see you again soon. If you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. Oh, no, it comes at the end. I'll do it again at the end. So we're just approaching uh, shearing. Doing our preparations, cleaned out the all the hay out of the stable and scraped up stuff that's got compacted. Oh, it takes time. A lot of energy as well. And that's all now ready. So I, I then had to shut the girls out. Oh, after. It's not so much overnight because they, they've been wandering off and they're going off to uh, the end of the lake. They get the morning sunshine down there, but also it's, it's quite nice. So we got a whole bunch of geese in. We we haven't had the geese. They've they've moved off. They they aren't, they've, just, they've given up on nesting for this year, as I think I mentioned. But they're they're kind of around, but not anything like as much. They've been going. So there was a couple of days when we didn't have any geese in the valley at all. 
all all day. Um, so there's a bunch of them in this morning. They, they, they flew in yesterday. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five. If you count them in threes, it's quicker. Three, five, eight, eleven, twelve. So there's twelve of them. And I'm sure there was 13 yesterday. Anyway, <laughs> perhaps I can't count either yesterday or this morning. I'm not quite sure which. But uh, they're all around. They're eating the grass in the car park. Hmm. I suppose that's all right. Competing with my alpacas now. They're grazing. So many of them. But it's just a different kind of thing. There's, the, the lake is down, but not completely dry yet. There's a bunch of stuff going on. That means they're... Um, uh, there's just not as much water there, but they're, they're just around. They, they had a lovely... It was yesterday afternoon. They, they decided they were going to have a little swim, and then they got, all got out, and they all sat on the bank and dried off. And they decided, oh, we need to go for another swim, and they all kind of, one after the other, kind of waddled down and, and moved themselves down into the water ever so gently, and just sort of held themselves there in a, a flotilla <laughs> of geese, which was all facing the same direction, which was quite sweet. Um, are they herd animals? I don't think you can call them a herd animals. There's a bit of a flock thing going on at the moment. They're not competing with each other in the way that they were. They're happy to be, most of the time, there's a bit of squabble now and again, but most of the time they're happy to be around each other fairly close because they're not fighting for nesting space. So that's, not seen any ducklings this year at all. I haven't noticed the, there's a few pairs around, but I haven't noticed any of the females disappearing off and then appearing back with all their ducklings. Um, I'm a little bit concerned that there's going to be they're going to be a bit exposed and because we've got a, some crows that are definitely mobbing anything that seems vaguely threatening. And I think that's because they've got a nest, so they're being more protective than, than the normal. Lots of grey wagtails around. Um, they, they're beautiful and are enjoying the mud flats, which are being exposed. <laughs> so there's always a, a silver lining for somebody somewhere. Mm. Lots of activity with the swallows in the, in the stable. And I can see bits of, there's an odd feather that I saw, but there's, um, the, from the nest. But also there's a lot of little bits of shells, so they've obviously hatched. And they've got their first little hatchlings in there, a little kind of flurry of... It doesn't sound anything like the babies. But there's a lot of activity when the adults fly back in with some food. So there's obviously, I think there might be a couple of nests in there, but there's, there's enough whizzing around gathering food to be feeding a number of nests. And they're always welcome. So we did quite a bit of uh, fence repairing and we had some sheep back in uh, the top, which when that happened now as to whether I've told you about that one but they, yeah so we've, we're filling the gaps and they, that seems to be improving the situation and then we discovered that the uh, alpacas were getting down onto the, the edge of the lake but the other side of the fence that we've sort of tried to block them off oh, it's tricky because now it's it's been exposed for a while the grass or the greenery is starting to grow so it's becoming more attractive which is what happened last year with Millie. So we're just trying to preempt that. So there's a few bits we're just kind of 
blocking off and fencing off more than we did last year, just as a preventative. Uh, yeah, so let's let's avoid problems rather than have to deal with them. If if we got a major incident, it's going to be really difficult. So yeah, so we we chased them off and then we extended that bit of fence out a bit longer. Now, so hopefully that will keep them back. And there's other bits, and you kind of you got to think alpaca. <laughs> what what would what would be attractive to an alpaca at this point? What would make me go this way rather than that? And we try and, as always, try and make them think they thought of it first, uh, but sort of manage the situation so that it's, it works. But there's quite a number of posts that have snapped. They, they've been rubbing themselves. Oh, they've been really pushing against the fences. So there's a few snaps on the post there. So there's a few to be replaced before that bit of fence falls over <laughs> or becomes a weak spot. Um, and there's a couple of, one, two, certainly two areas in the car park where they clearly have been rolling. It's all kind of, um, the, it's a flat spot and you can see the big stones have been moved out of the way. But some of the older alpacas, they seem to be remembering what I've done in the past. Um, I cleaned out some, that was, that was a bit, looking at it now it's more the edge I think but it, I, I pulled out a whole lot of hay that was from the hay store that wasn't looking so clever and I thought they're not going to be interested in that I put it in a pile ready <laughs> to dispose of it and of course they've then been t tearing it apart it's all spread over the, the, the road by the car park here uh, where they've spread it out and they're taking the good bits and the other bits they're using as bedding so they've been they're sitting down There's, it's interesting working out who's who is it that's sitting um, in the shade rather than in the sun and that probably makes them contenders for first shear or first group and we shall try and make everybody comfortable trouble is the weather's going to go up we're going to spin around the wind going to spin around to the north it's going to be got a bit colder um, just as we're starting huh. but it's dry which is good so it's when it's wet and windy that's not not good so we shall we shall see and if we need to we'll I don't know what we'll do. We'll have to bring them in. Or we haven't got enough coats for everybody. And uh, there's a lot of buttercups at the moment. I've forgotten that. I always forget. It's a, it's a year on. <laughs> so the buttercups are growing beautifully. So we've got these lovely little meadowy kind of things growing, but also the dock leaves, they, they're starting to grow up, so they need sorting out. And. Uh, some of the, the ragwort is now growing in taller. Hasn't quite started. Oh, I can hear water in the background. The, the girls are paddling in their water buckets. She's supposed to be for drinking, but hmm, I'm going to have to top that up again. So, yeah, so the, the, the ragwort's starting to grow up again and uh, hasn't opened flowers yet, but they're yellow flowers as well. And the problem is you lose them a bit amongst all the, the buttercups. We've got... Um, it's... Um, well, there are two, two types. There's kind of the very tall, thinner leaves and the ones that you tend to get in your... the buttercups that you get in your, your lawn, your grass. Um, so here in the UK, you get uh, Ranunculus repens and Ranunculus acris. Acris is the one that grows in slightly damper conditions and it's taller and it's got sort of thinner leaves rather than the... But, of course, because we're so wet here, that's the kind we get. So there's a lot of that. Um, they don't, alpacas don't seem to eat it. Um, <laughs> famous last words. 
That will be, oh, there's a nest. That's interesting. So where did you come from? There's a little whir of wings behind me. Um, oh, you've gone over there. Oh, you're sneaky. I see. There's no direct flight back to the nest. It was a circuitous route trying to fool me that so I can't see where it is. But it's a, a little uh, wren. Yeah, it's gone in now. Interesting. So there's a nest over there. But they come over and, and pick up crumbs and stuff from the from the stables. So we've got the swallows. We've got um, some chaffinches around. We've got the the wrens who come and pick up. We've got other bits and pieces that that are around. Robins as well. A lot of blackbirds earlier in the year. I haven't seen quite so many, so they're busy as well with nesting. And there's, uh, there's one up on the, the bank side on the, in the field. And some nice songs of the robin there as well. And there's some nice songs of the... Thank you. Perfect timing. Uh, some nice songs from the song thrush, from the thrushes. We've, we've got quite a number of thrushes. And they tend to sit in the top, tops of the trees and sing at each other. Um, so all the girls have finished their breakfast and they're come, coming down now to come and sit on the road. What, what else would you do? Of course that's what you do. There's a little bit of breeze and it's in the shade and it's on the hard ground, which is a bit cooler. So it's all a, it's all a choice thing that's going on. But they, they then, that's, this is what they did the other day when I was trying to go out by the car. I dropped off the food and I was trying to leave, but everyone was sat in front of the gate. <laughs> and that's why, I think, it's because it's slightly cooler and they're happier there. Um, got a bit cloudy now. It's a nice and bright sunny start. So we've got some potential rain a bit later. Um, I don't like rain before shearing. So I'm not quite sure how we'll, how we'll find them first thing in the morning. But we'll see, see what we do. It'll, we'll make a start. And we'll see how we get on and then do most of the work through the rest of the week. And uh, Yeah, the babies. Babies, no, it's other things in the in the tree, I think. Oh. Well, that was the right to have chased you off. What are you doing? Oh, it's getting mobbed now. There's a jay. And all the birds are after it. it obviously, that was a little... I was hearing whirring, cheering sort of sounds, and it was obviously was the... Um, you're beautiful. Chaffin's just flitting in there. There's obviously a nest up here somewhere, and the uh, the jay was trying to rob it. Um, mm. Not my friends. <laughs> Can't do much about it though. So the little ones have been chasing off the the jay. So there's a lot of activity, and. The pack is standing around because I did the clearing up and, and sorting things out. Hello, Seanad. How are you? And there's a bit of food here, but because it's I've closed off the um, the stable. Are oh, you in there, Lily? Good. Lily likes to be in the main stable because that's blocked off to keep it clean for shearing tomorrow. Um, she's got to go in the small stable, which she doesn't always. But she's uh, she's gone. There's another one in there as well. So there's a few of them around. They they just find where they're comfortable, they know what they're out, what they're after. But there's a bit of suspicion. <laughs> they know. 
the kind of stuff I've been doing, they recognise. The older ones know this is shearing time and uh, they know what's coming and they're looking forward to it. Oh, 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 someone's got an itch on the rear end and they're just working themselves backwards and forwards on the fence. That must be so nice. But it's, uh, that's not so bad there, but there are some bits where it, <laughs> when they do that, it's a bit vulnerable. So we get the shearing done and then there's various bits of repairs and other things to be done, as always. And vegetation grows up so quickly, doesn't it? So there's there's a bit of strimming to be done always, and and and. So we shall see how we got on. So it's all pretty calm and settled at the moment, and we shall see how they are later today. Great to see you. Thanks for being here. And if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca, whether it's been shorn or not. Take care. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.